This episode of POMCAST is sponsored by Yak. Yak is the hub of the knitting and crocheting community in Brighton in the UK. Run by a team of passionate makers, Yak strives to provide their customers with the highest quality tools and yarns. They champion independent companies from the UK and abroad, chosen responsibly for the unique and luxurious qualities. Whether you're after an eye-catching hand-dyed yarn, I often am, a traditional Shetland wool or a stylish Scandi thread, they have something for everyone. The Yak team values transparency and they know that their customers do too. Wherever possible, their website includes extra bits of information on yarn, such as the provenance of the fibres, the locations of the manufacture, how the yarn is spun and whether it has been superwash treated or not. All very helpful. And all of this will help you make informed decisions based on what is important to you. That's so important if you're shopping online, just to have that little detail and they, uh, they're knitters, so they know what you want to know. If you live in the East Sussex area or happen to be visiting Brighton, you can also check out their knitting and crochet workshops. They have classes suitable for all levels designed to inspire seasoned and new knitters alike. So our friends at Yak are offering 10% off for Pomcast listeners. That's you! Until the 16th of December. Just visit their website, yarnandknitting.com, and enter the code YAKPOMCAST. That's Y-A-K-P-O-M-C-A-S-T at checkout. Gift cards, sale items, and classes are not included, but everything else is. So thank you, Yak. Thanks, Yak. And if you didn't get it already, Yak is a very clever acronym of yarn and knitting. So an easy one to remember there when you're heading to the website. Welcome to POMCAST, the podcast brought to you by Pom Pom Quarterly. I'm Lydia Gluck and I'm here as I am every other week these days with the wonderful Sophie Heathscott. Hi, Sophie. Hi, good morning. Well, it's morning where we are. Yes, it is indeed. So good morning to you and good morning slash afternoon slash evening to all of the POMCATs. Good knitting is uh, (laughs) the the greeting we should use. Indeed, good knitting to you all. Good knitting, and uh, that is the theme of this podcast, good crafting, good knitting, as we chat what we've been up to, what's been happening in POM, what's exciting, any other tidbits that we thought would delight your ears, uh, and here it is. <laughs> yeah, so here we are. So, so Soph, uh, what is happening? You uh, you seemed very excited that you had a little story that I was going to enjoy. Well, I think it's an exciting story. You know, when people are like, oh, I had this dream and then this happened. And it's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. But <laughs> my story is intrigue and mystery and admin and Google searching. Ooh. I mean, has that wet your appetite already? It's got everything I want from a mystery. I told my sister this and she's like, this sort of encapsulates so many aspects of your personality. So <laughs> buckle up for the ride. So I've been working on a tapestry kit. You know, like a counted uh, tapestry thing. Mm-hmm. And I might have mentioned it, and I definitely mentioned it in a podcast maybe this time last year. And I'm using a big hoop, you know, an embroidery hoop. And it's not really working for me. I think needed like a frame. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can get like standing frames that you can like lock it in, like stitch it in. And then it's a, like a giant surface where you can work on. And I think that was really appealing to me because then you'd be like hands-free. So you can have one hand behind the fabric, one hand above, and that needle is like going through. So I ended up finding something on eBay. I don't know if you've come across that site before. I think I'm vaguely familiar. In fact, I'm okay. banned from eBay, but that's not because I did anything in particular. 
just one day I got an email that said you're now banned from eBay and I have not been able to go there since and it's sad you know actually okay this is another story I got that and I wrote to and I emailed them straight away saying like why and they were like oh I'm sorry it was just a mistake because <laughs> I emailed them saying why because I like literally I'd made like I hadn't used eBay for such a long time that it was attached to like an old email address that I didn't use anymore so I was like I'll just make a new account attached to my new email address and then it immediately got banned for some reason and I emailed being like I've never even like bought anything on here and they were like you're banned and I was like but what if I want to buy things on eBay and they were like you can't and that was it it was really dramatic anyway so I have heard of eBay yes oh good good well I'm on eBay and I find a tapestry frame for a reasonable price I bid on it and I have the sweet win of (gasps) winning this tapestry frame It arrives, it's giant. <laughs> you know, <laughs> thankfully it's flat pat, but this giant cylinder shaped thing arrives. And I start putting it together and I realise there's a bit missing. And I hasten to add, this is no fault of the seller. I wasn't purposely missold. Um, and I ended up messaging them saying, am I misunderstanding or is this part missing? And they're like, you're right. I, I'm sorry. Like I got this from my mum ages ago and now it's like sat in my house for ages. Like even if I had the missing piece, I don't know where it is. And possibly it never existed. But I think the maker is still around. I've just Googled them. You could try and get in touch with the person who made the tapestry frame because there was a little sticker on it which said, um, and we're actually, you know, for the purposes of, I don't know, privacy, let's say it's uh, ABC tapestry frames. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I gave them a quick Google and they seemed to be right. And I was like, okay, leave it with me. I'm going to do a bit of investigating. And I did. And I called the place. And they said, uh, oh, no, we're not here. You know, that tapestry maker isn't anymore because it's a handmade, like, wooden frame. I ended up Googling the phone number and the number that... Is this getting interesting or boring yet? No, no, I'm into it. I'm into it. (laughs) The number was coming up for an industrial estate in this place in North Yorkshire. And I was like, that's obviously where this person had the studio. But the address on this little sticker that was on the frame actually was a farm in somewhere else. So I googled the farm and I spoke to them and I said, do you or did you have someone who used to make tapestry frames here? And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like 15, 10 years ago, they don't we don't sell them anymore. But they still live in this town in North Yorkshire. I was like, interesting. Could you like put me in touch with them? Are you comfortable with giving me those details? They're like, oh, no, I don't have details for them. I was like, can you tell me their name? And they're like, oh, yeah, it's ABC. They're like Arthur Bramley Crumble. (laughs) <laughs> and I was like, Delicious. interesting, that's a very unusual name. <laughs> so then, <laughs> this is also interesting, like, viewing into people's privacy in, online. But then I thought, Arthur, what did I call him? Arthur Brambury Cumble is a very unique name. I wonder if they still live in that town. I can Google that name with this person's uh, town and find them. And you know what? They now have Arthur Brambury Cumble uh, electricians. So now they're electrician. So oh. here we go. I've narrowed it down to a potential lead. And I call him and I say, is that Mr. Crumble? He said, yes. I was like, did you used to make uh, tapestry frames? And he says, yes. So I found the person who makes them. He doesn't make them anymore. But we had a long chat about me saying, oh, I found this tapestry frame. And I had a bit of a mystery finding you. And basically, he's going to have a look in his garage to see if he still has the missing piece. And which, you know, this story is to be continued. But that was such an exciting morning trying to narrow down this person and find this missing piece oh for this. Oh my god, that's item. so great! <laughs> <laughs> it's 
So that's that's literally been on the highlights, trying to find this person Arthur, and finding them. Arthur Ban- Branbury Crumble. <laughs> yeah. <Christian. laughs> that is so great. This is like, um, I feel that this could be an ongoing saga, possibly akin to the Doodle story for anyone who listens to um, <laughs> Adam Buxton's podcast from for the past four or five years or something. Joe's been coming on and telling tiny increments of a really... Of, I feel like your story is more interesting than the doodle story. <laughs> I should have maybe eked that story out and be like, and then I called the farm. <laughs> and find out more next week. Well, we, I, for one, am excited uh, about whether or not Mr. Crumble can find the spare part in his garage. Yes. <laughs> to be continued. Anyway, what was happening with you? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as previously mentioned on the podcast, I uh, have moved house. Or like I was, you know, decorating my house and I have now finally moved in. So I moved all my things. Thank you very much. Moved them, or the majority of them, into the house last week. Um, so I am still, you know, in a kind of varying levels of chaos in the house with like boxes everywhere and, you know, various bits of furniture still to buy and some bits of furniture that I own that don't fit. So I'm spending a lot of time on Facebook Marketplace, you know, speaking of eBay. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. (laughs) On the old bargain hunt, which is a lot of fun. Um, But yeah, because I've been doing that so much of that, um, I've had much less time for regular old crafting um, than I would like. But it's my mission to get everything kind of set up here to the point that I can get back to making things from wool and fabric again, which would be very exciting. I feel like as much as you're process of moving house yeah you're saying oh I don't have enough time for making but you're really um sort of part of a creative process is setting up your house as well I think you should uh celebrate that a little bit too yeah that's a good point because it is yeah it's like just a different kind of creative process isn't it all the like deciding about colors and then like deciding where bits of furniture go and like how I feel like there's something quite fun about like, you're like, okay, what would be the most sensible location for me to keep these specific items? And sometimes you can't really tell that until you've lived somewhere for a while. Mm-hmm. You just don't really know how you're going to use the space. So you have to have a kind of like interim organization where you're like, I'm just going to put these things here for now because they need to go somewhere. But through me living here, it will become clear to me like the optimum location for the kettle. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I love moving things around. I sometimes, my husband has to talk me down from that. And there was points in lockdown where I was like, right, today we're just moving around the living room. And, you know. That's our activity for today. There's um, there's a Handsome Family song, a band, The Handsome Family, who did the uh, theme tune for True Detective. That would be like the main place that people might know them. They're kind of like a modern country band. They're really good. Anyway, they have a song called Moving Furniture Around. Like the lyrics are just... Sometimes when I feel crappy, I just like move my furniture around. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good uh, energy booster. I think if people are on board with it, then uh, yeah, move some furniture around. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been my um, my ongoing project. And again, watch this space. Where's the kettle going to end up? Anything could happen. Will it be on the left or the right? I don't know. Maybe I'll make a little map and post it somewhere and it'll be like the doodle story and the crumble story and everyone will be in suspense. <laughs> yep. That's that's, uh, that's the life we lead. And that's the content we're bringing to you guys. Get ready. <laughs> it's like pretty... I mean, this is some pretty solid gold content. I think everyone yeah. can agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
not that our lives aren't fascinating, but you know, what's also happening in Pom Pom Magazine, Lydia? Yes, exactly. Pom Pom is the, uh, if if our content, personal content is gold, then Pom Pom is platinum. <laughs> yes. Well, we mentioned previously that, of course, we've got some exciting um, festive bundles on the website, which are very much worth checking out, whether or not you are uh, engaging in a gifting season. They are nice things for a personal gift to oneself, perhaps. Uh, but in addition to those items, we have lots of exciting announcements for 2022 Pom Pom projects. Gosh, even though it's like, what, less than two months away? I'm like, oh, 2022, that's quite a novel number, isn't <laughs> it? really snuck up on us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so next year you might have seen some announcements on our newsletter or Instagram. Next year, two books coming out along with the usual quarterly offerings. One of them is... Mini Pom. I know, I'm so excited about Mini Pom. And it's a book about tiny pom poms. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't hate that. You yeah, know? I know. I'm now like, Ooh, what would I do with lots of tiny pom poms? Mini Pom will be tiny patterns, tiny pom pom patterns, but not patterns of pom poms, patterns of pom pom, right? <laughs> yes, the patterns of pom pom, but smaller for smaller people. Yeah, so some classic um, designs, some new designs, all for the small baby people in your life, known as babies and children, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's so exciting. I feel like the joy of mini versions of things is universal. I don't know, maybe that's not true. But I just love tiny versions of things, and it's really exciting and satisfying to see, like, pom-pom patterns that I really love in mini versions yeah it's exciting it's definitely something that's been in the back of our minds for a while and people have mentioned it to us as well so it's exciting that this is coming together in the uh, in the background right now for next year stay tuned for more information of the how why and when you know the why Yeah, so that's one very exciting uh, thing that we're working towards. And then the other one is sock book. Sock book, yes. You like socks? We've got them. Love socks. Well, we will soon. Uh, so we're very pleased to be working with Rachel Coopy, who is a fantastic sock designer, has been in many a POM issue as well. So you'll know her. Yeah, she is a long-term pom-pom pal. And as you say, uh, sock designer extraordinaire. And we're really excited to be collaborating with her on this book, which will be a kind of sock version of Ready, Set, Raglan, I think the overall feeling is. So, yeah, watch this space for that as well. And we all know, I mean, I feel like I'm always talking about making socks because it's like a real constant of of my uh, knitting life. Got to have background socks. Got to have background socks. And if you are not a sock knitter, this could be the book to introduce you to the world of socks, guide you through by the hand or by the foot, maybe, <laughs> to uh, make some socks. A, a foot mm. in the door, if you will. I feel like you made that Yay. joke previously, but I'm just... Uh... <laughs> when we were talking about, I was uh, <laughs> trying to find models and we're like, oh, are we going to have some of the pomp staff modelling the socks? And I was like, it's a real foot in the door for that modelling career. No. I can't wait. <laughs> But yes, more more uh, news on that. We thought we'd give you guys a heads up about these exciting projects for next year. And speaking of next year, of course, there'll be issue 40, which will be our spring issue for 2022. I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable saying 2022 now. It's sort of... Yeah, starting to get know, a bit next more... Next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
it's rolling off the tongue a little more easily. We've seen the photography that's the photo shoot happened in Austin um, with Megan at the helm for issue 40 for spring 2022. And I have to say the photography is looking incredible. The patterns are so beautiful. The theme is kind of dreamy, ethereal knits and there's lots of gorgeous mohair and pastels. And I'm just so excited for like to see the whole issue come together and to eventually be able to put it out in the world. It's looking real good. Yeah, definitely. We did have a little sneak peek in our newsletter. If you're not signed up to that, then we recommend that for weekly POM news. We'll put a link to that in the show notes so you can always be up to date on uh, what's happening in POM. So as we're thinking of 2022, let's think about the last episode of this year. We're going to do something new for this episode. We're going to do an Ask Us Anything episode. And uh, it pretty much does what it says on the tin, I feel, the Ask Us Anything. You can send us questions about anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And when we say anything, that is so, again, although it's like the clue is in the title, let's, uh, I'm going to ask you more about this. Could I ask anyone on the team a question, Lydia? You could. Nay, should. Could I ask anything that's not POM related? I don't know. Can you ask anything that's not POM? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Thank goodness I asked you. <laughs> um, yes, yes, you can ask anything non-POM related. So yes, we want you to send in your questions. So that's uh, either to me and Lydia, Lydia and me, Lydia and I, or the rest of the POM team. Perhaps you want to know how the tech editing process happens, or do you want to know more about the behind-the-scenes photography? Do you want to know about what it is to get a pattern published like the process behind that are you thinking about the inner workings of pom or like what snacks are the most important snacks in the pom pom office right yeah you see lydia i might want to ask you what's been your biggest influence in your life whoa and you're gonna have to think about that or i might ask you what's on the menu this evening for dinner (laughs) (laughs) so yeah so i feel like it's just any kind of little query or curiosity that crosses your mind that you think I would like to ask pom-pom people about that then we would love to hear from you um through all of the regular channels I believe you can always email your questions in podcast at pompommag.com we'll probably do some kind of Instagram story collection of questions so if you are on the gram then you can keep an eye on our stories um you can uh maybe even pop them in the Ravelry forum Yep, definitely. And we are going to dedicate the last episode of the year to these answers. So we'll also hopefully have other members of the team answering some questions, which would be fun. And uh, yeah, we look forward to bringing that to you. So send us your questions. end this episode we would like to talk about what's uh, exciting Lydia what's exciting for you right now well I feel a little bit like this is too basic or like too every I just feel like everyone is talking about succession but maybe that's just everyone that I talk to because I just talk about succession and so people who don't want to talk about that have stopped talking to me <laughs> I mean I feel like everyone I know is talking about succession but I don't I haven't watched it so Sophie <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I and it's weird because I don't normally I normally watch like kind of comedy, like not always sort of just light kind of silly things. But my 
my usual things to watch would be something like the American office, which is like a very, very good TV show. But like, I like to be, I like, you know, I like to laugh. I don't know about you, but I like laughing. <laughs> I love laughing. My usual opinion, I know, but. Uh, um, I think humor. Is- yeah, <laughs> I think we need more of it. So Succession's a bit of a weird one for me because it's all like, you know, kind of, do- I mean, I-, I suppose I should explain what it is because although I think everybody knows what it is, maybe not everyone does. Uh, it's a HBO TV show about um, a very wealthy sort of media mogul family, kind of loosely based on the Murdochs, but I think that is quite loose. Um, and uh, there's the kind of patriarch of the family who's been at the helm of this media empire and his children are all vying to be, you know, next in line. Uh, hence the name succession but it's very like sort of slow and like moody and it is very funny in a kind of dark comedy way but also all the characters are just incredibly unlikable people (laughs) i was gonna say what was the reason i want to watch this it's not funny and you're like all the people you're gonna hate them but it's interesting isn't it because you kind of think like if you don't want to be friends with a character that you wouldn't want to watch them but that's not really true like they're still really Mm. compelling and you do kind of like them or like you you kind of they're not like rooting for them because you like don't, you know, people just like shouldn't be that rich and ridiculous. But you kind of, you end up sort of feeling sorry for them sometimes, maybe, or maybe that's just me. I don't know. But anyway, it's just like brilliantly written. And like, I've just become very, very invested in it and have been listening to lots of kind of podcasts about it. There's a really good um, HBO actually made a podcast where they were interviewing all of the actors individually about their kind of approach to acting and the way that they approach their character for the show. And I've just got very, you know, gone right down the rabbit hole of uh, theories about, you know, what's going to happen next and like underlying tension between characters that people are reading into. Um, So that's my, (laughs) that's my media consumption at the moment. But um, I also recently finished reading a book that I enjoyed very, very much. Um, So I thought I would uh, mention that and it's called Lila by Marilyn Robinson. Um, and I've not read anything by Marilyn Robson before, um, but I gather that she is an extremely well-known author. Um, I would very much recommend this book. It wasn't very long. Um, it's like quite manageable uh, in terms of time commitment, um, but I found it to be extremely moving and very, very beautifully written. Um, so if anyone's looking for a nice read, I would say that's a good one. Nice. You know what I've been? We're talking about funny telly programs, and I feel like, well, I, I, you know, this last couple of weeks, uh, I'm not gonna lie, it's been a bit of a weird one for me. But you know what? I have loved watching, and I don't know if you watch it. Is what we do in the shadows, but the telly program. I knew I was like, Sophie's gonna say what we do in the shadows, and yes, I love that <laughs> show so much. And then because there's the new series, right? That I haven't watched all of it yet, but it came out sort of such a yeah. joy. So for people who don't know that, I mean, Lydia's already given it a strong <laughs> like noise of approval. So originally uh, is a film that was released in 2014, uh, directed by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement, who was one of the Flight the Concords uh, duo. And a documentary style film about a bunch of vampires living together. And this television program is a different bunch of vampires living together and uh, they're hilarious life it's very very enjoyably silly isn't it like that's it's Mm -hmm. got like that real like british comedy silliness and i realize that the two people who wrote the original film um i mean they're both from new zealand right Uh, yes actually they are so it's written so the the television series is also the same people who did the film so there is a great continuity and one thing i'm particularly enjoying with no spoilers 
there is a real enjoyable arc to the stories that come through. So this isn't a criticism, but sometimes in series you'll get stuff that happens, like a character will come in and be like, okay, and then they never speak to them again. Or like something will happen and then maybe I'm watching Gilmore Girls a lot right now and Emily's talking about going to Paris in the spring, but actually they always go to Paris in the fall. Anything, things, continuities like that where I'm like, that's not right. And what we do in the shadows, there was great attention to detail on pulling back little nods to things that happened in past series. And I, for me, that makes it ever so more satisfying and leads to a greater depth of jokes. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I find it to be like, it just always cheers me up, even though it's about yeah. vampires. It's just very, it's quite slapstick, isn't it, in a way? Yeah, and it's quite. I suppose it's quite minimal on gore. Like you think, mm. I think the film does have its fair share of gore, but this is sort of low spook <laughs> and, and gore, <laughs> even though it is a little bit rude. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for someone who can't watch any horror, it's uh, it's a good level. For right? Me. Yeah, it's accessible, <laughs> entry level horror. <laughs> entry level horror. Yeah. Again, like we're talking about the Adams family. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good shout. I would I would second that as a good. Uh... A good watchable item. Yes, definitely. So that's all from us for this episode. But don't forget, we want to hear from you for the last episode. That's our Ask Us Anything episode. So get in touch via email, podcast at pompommag.com, Ravelry, or via Instagram, or I don't know, send us a carrier pigeon. I'm sure these kind of things work in the modern age to find us. And uh, we can't wait to see uh, what you guys think. Uh, you can always get in touch anyway via all these methods, but yes. Yes, we always love to hear from you and specifically would love to hear from you, as Sophie said. And also our next episode, we will be having a guest interviewer, which is very exciting. Another member of the Pom Pom team, Belinda, um, it has done a wonderful interview for us and we'll bring her on as well to talk a little bit um, pre-interview chat um so yeah so we look forward to bringing you that very soon and to answering all of your questions about anything yeah a final thank you to yak who are our sponsors for this episode don't forget you can get 10 percent off their website which is yarnandknitting.com just enter the code yakpomcast at the checkout and you get 10 percent off how great is that that is pretty great pretty great so take care until then and uh we'll see you next episode bye bye Pomcast is produced by Lydia Gluck and Sophie Heath-Scott, along with the team at Pom Pom Quarterly Magazine. You can buy your copy of the magazine and subscribe too at our online shop, pompommag.com forward slash shop. Big thanks as always to Eli Block for creating the original music for this show and for being an essential part in creating this podcast. And thanks to Portmanteau Music for the tracks we used in this episode. Thanks as always to Megan Fernandez, co-creator and editor of Pom Pom Quarterly. And thanks to the whole Pom Pom team. You know who you are. If you enjoyed this podcast, which you must have done because you're still listening right to the end, please subscribe and why not leave a review? And if you do leave us a review, we will give you a shout out on this podcast. So very excited. You can send any feedback or ideas to podcast at pompommag.com and your questions, of course, for our Ask Us Anything. And don't forget to keep in touch with us via the podcast group on the Pom Pom Ravelry Forum.